Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the show, Mrs. Z and Fifth. What's going on, Mrs. Z? All right, man. This ain't gonna dare. Just happy to begin the new year, you know. All right. So, a bit of a change has happened over the last couple of weeks. Uh, if anybody's been paying attention on my Twitter page, I basically let people know the reason why the show has been kind of on a hiatus, only because I've had to relocate from New York to Dallas. Uh, my brother Zach Kears is still in New York, so we're doing this. Um, you know. We're doing this over the internet, connecting that way we can uh, get each other, get the show going, keep it going, and we doing mm-hmm. we doing it the, you know how, it, you know, we doing it the via satellite way, even though it ain't a satellite. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yep. 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 So a lot has happened yeah. since we've been gone. Uh, first, let's talk about the new year. Bringing in the new year. You know, stuff like that, bringing in the new year. Mm-hmm. What does that mean to you? I'll tell you what it means to me. Uh, it might be surprised of my opinion. Um, yes. But uh, mm-hmm. let me just ask, ask you, my brother, Zacchaeus. So how how has um has your new year been? You know, for those like, you know, who want to know what's going on with you and me, has your new year been? Uh, has it been closing out the year? What do you look forward? What do you look forward to in this year as opposed to, you know, last year being behind you? Um, the last year was I. Last year was very. It was pretty good last year because last year I was able to accomplish a few things. You know, I was we was able to get um this show going. Yes. Oh. So that was a, that was a very good thing. This show also uh, the Round Circle podcast with our so brother Cinema Escapes. Round Circle podcast was which, which was very good. So we so we got a so we got something going with the shows, which was very good for last year. Yeah. Uh, last year, last summer, I also released a book. Yes, you did. Called um, a bad man, a thug, and a gangster. So I got some goals that I accomplished from last year that I'm that I'm, but. I'm, I was looking forward to it and I did it and I made it happen last year and I said, man, you know, um, with this year coming is more, is more, um, or of, um, goals to reach yeah, to get more episodes recorded on the show. Getting closer. Also, yeah. Also get the wrong circle going too yeah. with our brother called the cinema scapes. Yeah. You know, um, uh, we, we, and then also, um, I don't know, but um, we look at the forward to maybe record some new music because we are artists too, you know. So we're probably looking to record some new music for this year, you know, and um, yeah, get that going. Definitely. Those that don't know, yeah, we like um, gospel, holy hip hop, and and gospel soca, you know. So we so we hope to get something going, or right. get some new music going maybe this year, Lord willing, you know, and and just promote that and um get that going so we have so, so we have some things in the works and um this year's i think this year's a year of um and i was saying uh this year is a, is a prosperity year um maybe more savings i would say f- for me more savings more looking elsewhere because i too look at sometimes sometimes <laughs> get out of new york so <laughs> yeah it's exp- trying to get it's my cold expensive, try, trying to get expensive. you trying to get you down here too you know but uh, that's yeah, that's yeah, I'm gonna that. visit Dallas this summer. Yeah, this, that's this that, coming summer. Yeah, yeah, that's a whole nother 
story, but uh, but uh, but yeah, it's good to hear that you know you doing good, you and your family good. I mean, me, we know each other personally, so you know how I go. I, I know, I know how you're doing, but just for the for the people out there, you know, they just want to know how you're doing. Um, just figured you you know don't mind sharing that with them. Not too personal, but at least letting people know you're good. Um, I would say for me, I'm uh the biggest thing for me this year, other than the show. Other than starting Mr. Z and Fifth and starting the Round Circle podcast is also uh, leaving leaving my hometown. Um, I've done this before, so this is like my third time doing this. But this time's a little different because I'm a little more stationary at this point uh, on where I'm at now. This might be a long-term thing. So I relocated to Dallas, Texas. So, um... It was a, it was a financial move, it was a personal move, all you know, all together, and a family move as well. So it was kind of all together. Um, took a lot, took a lot to do it. Anytime you relocate yourself, it takes courage because you're basically changing your life. That's what that is. You when you leave some somewhere, you change your life, or at least that's what you should do, but for the better, but for the better. And I came down here to get closer to my dreams here that I couldn't uh, obtain in New York. Just just keeping it real, you know. And a lot of people are doing it. They're leaving New York because things are just out of hand financially. You know, you want to own a home. You want to uh, uh, start a business. It's better to do that in a place where you could afford it, you know. So why not? So Dallas yeah. Dallas right now is my is my, my new home right now. And so far, so good. I like I like what's going on. Definitely different from New York, but, um, you know, I like what's going on here. So, New Year's... I'm going to back on goals because... Um, yeah, yeah, go ahead. You see what... As an, I'm using the, I'm going to use you as an example. Yeah. You see when people talk about, like, change... Right. And talk about... And some people will talk about change for years to come. Yeah. But they won't put it into action. They won't put it... They won't do, they won't do their research... Or they won't put it into action. They won't put it into. Um, you have sometimes you have to put your. Sometimes you gotta trust God and step out in faith. Yeah, because a lot because, of people, a lot of that is fear. When people don't, because people are afraid of change. I'm not gonna lie. I had my doubts, but my but what my confidence in 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 and the faith in the move that I had was it it uh it ended up uh overshadowing the doubt so then i felt more comfortable about that so i was like okay well you know and i think that's what people go through i think you're gonna have some things that you're gonna be not a hundred percent about but the things that you are a hundred percent about once they outweigh that then it makes it easier for you to step out on faith and do it you know what i mean because it is it takes something even 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 a non-believer would tell you that it takes faith to Follow through with something. It takes something, you know what I mean. It takes something. Yes, it's true. You know, so true. Exactly. Yeah, and yeah, and a, and a lot of us um sometimes we sit and we and we sit and we ponder. Yeah, and wonder what could have been. Right? And we sit and we wonder what could have what could be. Yeah. When you take that step, and sometimes it just takes a little research. Sometimes it takes a little. You know, before you make that move, sometimes it takes a little research. It takes a little time to just get to get yourself together, yeah. and just and just um 
see what's out there. There's another world outside of where you where you are. Some because I mean it don't make sense sitting down and complaining. You come you see same in the same position. Yeah. You sit down and you still complain them in the same position. And um sometimes we need to just um step out. What Fifth did, we still he stepped out and said, Listen, I need a change. Yeah. Um stepped out and he made and it made it happen, you know, and and if you if you want to accomplish something, sometimes you just gotta um take that leap. That's just true. Step out sometime. You know, um it's not it doesn't make sense sitting down and complaining year after year about the same thing over and over again. Because people sometimes may get tired of you talking about the same thing over and over again. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> you know, so if you want change, you got to make change. So let's talk you about, know, um, ex- exactly, my brother. Definitely got to do that. I encourage anybody out there, if you're going through something right now and you, and, and you going through what I went through as far as like, okay, you want to relocate, you know, whether you're a single person or a person with a family, uh, just know that um, it's going to take it's going to take some faith. It's going to take uh, some courage. You got to have heart. Um, and then you got to, it's, and it's got to be something that you can live with, something that you're comfortable with. You know, you don't have to go if you don't want to, but if you want to, that's you, you're already putting yourself in a mind state that it's something that you feel that you need to do or want to do. And once you're at that point, then now you want to put it into action. You want to do uh, as best as you can to do what you can no matter how long it takes, if it takes longer than what you probably plan to, at least just doing something. It's better than talking and doing nothing. That's what leaves people stagnant, you know? So now let's talk about the new years, right? So we in 2000, this is the first episode that we are recording in the year, 2018, 2017 is done with. Okay. So, uh, 2018 for me, I would say is a year of progress. Um, you know, 2017 was a com- a combination of development and progress, but a year of progress and all the things that all the areas that I want to do. Um, well, and like you were saying, following through on your goals, uh, doing things a little more better than last year. You know, uh, coming a step forward. Now, here's my thing about when people get on. Uh, on social network, whether it be Facebook, Twitter, whatever. And then they say stuff like new year. I mean, even before social media, you meet people and they would always say socially in conversations. Oh, my new year's resolution is lose weight. My new year's resolution is to fix my attitude. My new year's resolution, resolution. Uh, this is what some women would say. It's not let a man dog me out no more. And realistically, when that new year comes, you ain't changed nothing. You did the same thing you did. You saying the same thing you said every New Year's Eve since 2002. So you ain't changing nothing. <laughs> oh, I'm cutting people out of my life. And then you and, and, and every year, if you got to cut people out of your life every year, something wrong. Just circle. Yeah. Change your circle. Change who you attracted to. Yeah, change your circle and change who you're attracting to. Yes. I believe in going with people that have the same goal you have. You know, I believe in always going with somebody that's like my father used to always tell me, always go do some, always go with somebody that's doing better than you yourself, or they have the same um, positive 
you know and I, and I believe that um so, sometimes when you're around the same person they kind of drag down your spirit and what I mean by drag down your spirit I mean they 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 see you talking about um accomplishing certain things in your life but but, but they always trying to wrench in it they always saying something like well uh you ain't gonna go nowhere oh you need money oh you ain't gonna go yeah you, uh, you talk just pull away stop letting them distract you pull away and then handle your business handle your business meaning meaning and your goals done right you know sit don't drink having a 40 with you Sitting on, standing up in the corner with you, sitting and there drinking job malt liquor. <laughs> yeah, exactly. that, that's from the Wayne's brothers. That's not a real thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and hanging, yeah, and just hanging, clinging on to you, and hanging on to you, and hang, running the streets with you. It's not accomplishing nothing, man. Me, me, getting to work towards my goals, accomplishing everything. Because, listen, ladies and gentlemen, every year we get older. Got that right. So, <laughs> so you back in the old, days I'm, when I was young, I'm not a kid anymore. But some days I really wish I was a kid again. again. <laughs> uh, I remember that joy. Yeah, yeah. Yes, yeah. So keep, keep. Yeah, don't don't hang on people that 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 pull you down, ladies and gentlemen out there. Stop hanging on people that keep pulling you down and keep, um, keep it, putting a damper in your spirit. Not good at all. At all. At all. At all. We gotta keep moving on, and we gotta. You can't. You can't keep doing the same, same old, same old thing. It's it's, it's nonsense. Well, because you know, to, to the same old, same old. To me, I felt like New Year's, New Year's Day to me is just another day, on the calendar. I mean, that's kind of how I treat it now. See, back in the days, it used to be more of a tra- tradition kind of thing, but then I noticed that it's 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 all it is. It, at the end of the day, it's just time, because a, a new year to you, a new year to us personally, really is uh, once you pass your birthday. <laughs> when you think about it, you know what I'm saying. A new year yeah, to yeah, yeah, you know yeah. uh, when you uh, a start of a new year, technically, is gonna be your birthday because that's you aging. You know what I'm saying. When you mm-hmm. pass your birth date, you know, uh, also. Some people say, um, if we're talking like uh, the development of this world, that the new year really should be uh, in the summertime, not the winter. That was changed. Okay, I won't necessarily get into that because that doesn't matter to me right now. But, you know, Mm -hmm. it's just another day. But my whole thing is, um, I mean, ain't nothing wrong with making it something. I don't have a problem with people who do that. But I'm just saying to me, to me, New Year's Day, it's just it's just another day. I mean, I don't do all the um celebration stuff that people do on New Year's Eve. I don't have a problem with that. I actually like doing that. But my thing is if I don't do it, I'm all right with that. You know what I mean? I'm okay with that. Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. Um kind of wanted to do that this year, but man, I was chilling this year. I was chilling, okay? Mm-hmm. So, I wasn't really sweating that at all. I was chilling. So New Year's resolution sometimes could just be uh, a bunch of garbage. My whole thing is why wait to the new year to change something about yourself? Uh, why wait to the new year to uh, to 
to uh, pursue a goal or a dream or something in your life that you haven't been doing in the last 365 days. Why, why wait? Well, sometimes 366 leap year. Why wait? You know, I'm from a, I'm from a, uh, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm from a, a, a time where if you wanted to do something, you just did it. Forget all that waiting until the new year. You know, I see women, I see men and women get on there and they say, yo, um, uh, when 2018 comes, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. I'm like, yo, you've been, you made that announcement in October. (laughs) (laughs) Does that make any sense? You got your new year's resolution three months before the new year starts. Do it now. Do it not always. Yeah. Let me, let me, let me tell something right now. I lost last year. I lost a total of 40, about 40, 40 to 45 pounds. Okay. And that had nothing to do with no new year's. Nothing. I woke up one morning. This was like sometime in like February. Uh, uh, 2017 I woke up one morning Looked in the mirror And I said for now on You Will do something about your weight That you've been complaining about for 10 years Okay So it's where you are mentally it Starts in the mind first It starts in the mind Whatever it is Whatever it is that you need to do it starts in the mind first. You got to get your head right. You get your mind right, your body will follow. Okay? What tells you to walk every day is your mind. You know what I'm saying? What drives you, your mind, your spirit. I'm telling you, it will follow. You know, so don't wait till the New Year's resolution, man. Don't wait till the New Year's resolution. Lucian, I'll give, I'll give you some more info. Okay? I was, last year, I was 255 uh, pounds um uh, last la- the start of last year okay 2017 255 pounds overweight okay i'm now 205 how about that blessing now it took a year's time i didn't do no quick diet i didn't do none of that i just changed it where i ate ate better ate early no more eating late anymore cuz that's what was messing me up um, a lot of fasting, but not like long periods of fasting where you don't eat for days. No, that's crazy. But I did like uh, not intermittent fasting where you don't eat for uh, a lot of hours. So I did stuff like that, but but still in a healthy way because you don't want to starve yourself. I never I never starve myself. Never. If I was hungry, I ate. But for the most part, my body got used to um eating at a certain schedule. You know, I I trained my body to eat at a certain schedule. Of the day, so that my digestive system speeds uh, uh, is, is better uh, throughout the th- throughout the night, and my metabolism sped up because of that. You know, so I'll give you a little more info. My last meal was before six o'clock. Science shows that if you eat dinner before six o'clock, um, your body gets to kind of recharge. You know, it gets to recharge. Your uh, digestive system um, is breaking that down before it kind of goes to sleep. You know, your digestive system will go to sleep, not like stop working, but it'll, 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 it'll want its rest at a certain time of day. 
So there were times where I would, you know, my last meal would be way before. It would be like, my last meal would be like around like between, uh, like around five something. You know what I'm saying? You know, so, and I'm still on that schedule now, you know, and I feel good. I used to have very bad back pain because I had all this weight. So my body feels good. My joints, my body, but I don't, I don't have the same aching pains that I used to have. My mind feels good too because I feel better. Um, my conditioning is better than it once was. Uh, my vitals are better. Blood pressure, good. Uh, sugar level, great. You know, I never had a sugar level problem. Never had that. Never had a blood sugar problem. Thank God, even when I was overweight. But I, ha- but I was borderline high blood pressure though. I was. Mm. You know, I, I could have been on medication. If I would have continued this up and I'm 30 years old. So when you reach that age, you, that's when a lot of health ailments begin. If you don't take Mm -hmm. care of your stuff. Yeah. That's what they say. They say, they say you can fool around if you want, but when you hit your late twenties and thirties, that's when all that stuff begins. So that's why you got to watch yourself. You got to watch yourself, you know, it catches up to you. Um, It will. It will. It will. And I'll tell you something um, right now. High blood pressure and diabetes run in my family. So that's why it's very important for me to watch myself. And that is a fact. And I know a lot of uh, people out there can relate to me when it comes to what I just said just now. So it's all starts in the mind. You change you. How about that? Mm, mm. If a man wants to change, he's going to change. And my thing is, um, when it comes to dieting, mm-hmm. and what people don't, people don't, um, secret thing, the secret thing with dieting is what you put on your plate. Yeah, and how much. I mean, um, you, can eat, you can eat, like for the men, you can eat protein and you can have some vegetables on the side. Yeah. Always, if you're going to eat a lot, always put vegetables, vegetables on the Vegetables, thank some, you. You want to have more Vegetables. <laughs> The, and the secret thing is, when you eat, in, when you have a beverage, always make sure that you always have water. Yep, that's another thing. A I beverage, did. have water. Don't get into the habit of drinking juices, sodas, other you know, fruit juices, because they can, especially a lot of fruit juices, like made and things like that. Sugar. They contain a lot of sugar. Thirty grams of sugar, forty grams of sugar. You don't need that. All you need is a good meal and a water. I'm telling you. It changes your life. Yeah. So, also, you don't have to eat three full square meals a day. No. You can eat two full good, full, and snack. And make sure when you snack, you snack smart. It's, there's fruits, there's apples you can eat. There's, there's, there's... Um, celery, carrots. Celery, carrots. Um, bananas are very good. Um, avocados. You can snack avocados. And also for the men... They like you know if you like sugar. There's granola bars. Granola is a very good snack. Granola, the granola is a better, is more healthy than eating a regular candy bar. Yeah. Granolas are flaxseed seeds. You put in your if you like pancakes, you put flaxseed seeds in your in your pancake or your flaxseed seeds is very good for your digestive system. It helps you it helps you use the bathroom. It's good. Uh, these are tips and things that I can give you that that can help you that you can maintain a good diet because first because i don't eat uh three full square meals a day i don't i skip a meal 
Yeah, my body. And, and if you, if, if, yes, it helps with your weight. I'm telling yeah. you. My body can't eat three. Yeah. My body can't eat three meals a day anymore because my stomach shrunk due to adjusting my eating. That's, so there are times where I eat one, one to two meals a day. Actually, one to two. I'm the most I eat is um you have a, something you have a good breakfast in the morning mm-hmm. you skip lunch and you go straight into dinner. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, and and my you, thing you, is my dinner is early. My dinner is not at eight o'clock at night. Like I eat my dinner uh, before six. So I'm you know and then when I, if I get hungry at night if I do eat something it's more on the healthy side. It's okay to eat a salad at night because that's all vegetables. Because I know somebody yes. I know somebody was like. Yo, when you get hungry, do you eat? I say, yeah, when I do. I said, there are times where at night I'm actually still full off of what I ate in the day. So I, I'm not full. I'm also thirsty. That's what has happened since I changed my eating. I've become more thirsty because I need more water. So I've been drinking water at night. Water fills you up, you know. And then so what would happen is that uh, at times where I, I guess I did get hungry, I'm not going to lie, every now and then I do eat the junk, but I don't go crazy with it. You know what I'm saying? It's in moderation. Uh, do I still, do I still drink drinks that contain sugar at times? Yeah. Sometimes I want, uh, I have a taste for, uh, for lemonade or, 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 or sweet tea, but I just don't overdo it. I still consume more water than I do anything else. And it's only because I had worked this hard to lose all this weight. And I was able to deprive myself from certain things that when I eat it now, it doesn't throw me off too bad. You know what I'm saying? And then, like I said, moderation, moderation and and eating early in the day was a, one, one of the biggest secrets to me losing the weight. Also, my mind, my mind told my body that I was going to lose weight and be control of it. All right. So we're going to have to move on to our other topics because I didn't realize how far we were getting into that. So it's a serious thing. (laughs) All right. So, so check this out. The daughter. Oh, wait. Oh, before we get into that, Libya. Libya. Got some modern day slavery going on right now, man. Modern, modern day slavery. Those who don't know. Yes. Okay. Now it seemed like the media was talking about Libya for a couple minutes, and I say minutes gracefully, but then within that same time frame, they stopped talking about Libya to talk about Prince Harry getting well. Well, it was one of them princes, one of them. Yeah, Prince of Wales. <laughs> yeah, one of them. One of them Queen of England sons getting married to uh, uh, Meghan Markle, who's an actress on the show Suits. You know, she happens to be uh, uh, mixed with black. <laughs> anyway, so the problem is, I saw some, and I, this is this is this is fifth talking. Now I'm about to get how I usually am on these podcasts. So there was some coons, bedwenches, and mammies talking about how this woman was on to come up because she with this man. Okay, come up to come up to what? Come up to what? If the Queen of England respectfully kicks the bucket, they ain't gonna make Meghan Markle uh, uh, Meghan Markle queen. They ain't gonna do that. 
if anything, I'll pass down to that oldest son. Uh, the oldest son and his and his and his wife, uh, uh, Middleton, whatever her name is, mm-hmm. it would pass down to her. Mm-hmm. Princess Princess Diana, Princess Diana, was the mother of these two, right? Because Queen Elizabeth is the grandmother, but Princess Diana uh, uh, died in a car accident. She was being chased. So whole another story. When she died in a car accident, yeah, man, yeah. Di- Princess Diana was another one who married outside of her race, and now she's dead. Oh. Not trying to say anything, but what I'm saying is, is that they don't, they have a they they got a problem with this man on the verge of about to marry this woman, this half sister. They got a problem with that, and she's from Compton. Oh, she is. Yes, Megan Markle's from Compton, yo. Didn't know that. Didn't know yeah, that. how about that? And don't get me wrong, good looking woman. Good looking. You know, when I first started watching watching that show, Suits, I was sweating her. So yeah. I, ain't, I I ain't gonna <laughs> sit up here. I ain't gonna sit up here and act salty against her. I have no no problem with her at all. I got a problem with all these sisters on, on the internet talking about how because she got her white man, it's better. I got a problem with that because you, well, you have a problem when, this is what I want to say, sisters, you have a problem when brothers do that. And they're not called, and and they're, when brothers do that, all of a sudden now, oh, they're coons and oh, 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 they are. Sellouts and all that. (laughs) Sellouts and all that, but but sisters, okay, is okay, right? Yeah, which, exact, my my thing is, if you're going to call it down the middle, call it down the middle, don't call it down to the side call it down the middle if they that then you that too and then let's keep it moving that's all I'm saying you know so that was my issue with that and then that news let me get back on track and then that news overshadowed the Libya talks they stopped talking about Libya they were showing pictures of brothers uh, being li- be- being hung, hung up or uh, 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 being lynched by their feet you know, hang hung upside down and, and, and doing something. They got them hanging upside down and working at the same time. They were showing uh them selling them. They got them in like these uh look like uh uh um camps, dang near uh Nazi camp yes. looking stuff, all that kind of stuff. Yes. I got a problem with that. I don't like seeing that. I don't like seeing that with anybody. I know somebody's probably saying, oh, it's because they black, you got a problem with it. No, I have a problem with slavery uh every anywhere. I have a problem with any type of slavery. A lot of a lot yeah. of sl- a lot of slavery you have is sex trafficking, human trafficking, all this other stuff. I got a problem with that. How y'all do it to adults and kids. I got a problem with that. Oh, where's the outrage? I'm outraged about that. I'm not happy about none of that. It's sick. It's sick off for money, man. And, and for those who do that, you got something coming to you. You got something coming to you. You doing? You got something coming to you. I got a problem with that. I got a problem when it happens on this soil. I got a problem when it happens on any other soil. Shoot. As a matter of fact, if you, if you, if anybody is Libyan, I just wait. Never mind. Let me not do that. Let me not do that. Let me not do that. Cause let me not say that. But let's just put it like this. 
Don't allow somebody to enslave you. Do what you have to do. That's all I can say without anybody, you know, with the with somebody coming after me on the government side. Don't let nobody enslave you. And whatever you got to do, do what you have to do. Um, Resist. Yes. You know, the thing is with um, um, the African countries, um, they're fleeing from some some people are fleeing from Gambia. Some people are fleeing from Sudan. Some people are fleeing from Nigeria. Some people are fleeing and cross over. They could go over to the to a Europe, uh, you know, a lot of Africans are trying to to get a, get on the Mediterranean to go right. over Israel. to Israel, Italy. It's it is Italy, and they go over to Europe, Eastern Europe, Italy. You know, and they and they they're risking their life, and in the process of risking their life, but, uh, Libyan um yeah, soldiers be- or militia. Yeah. Putting it in the, and for money, they get put in these camps. They get put in these these centers. Now, when you when you have ninety Africans, you know they separate the the male and the female. They have not in the male and the female. They have ninety African men in one one room. Ninety African men to share, and they, and they all share in one bathroom. That's a problem. Have oh, that's nasty. Nine, ninety African. Women, and they all boil down to just one bathroom. That's an issue, and the food is very scarce. Of them risking their life trying to get over, leaving their motherland to go over to Europe, they're risking their life. And in the process of risking their life, some of them don't even make it to to the on the ocean because you see the the the, the boats that they're floating on is very. They're floating on like blow, blown up balloon kind of boats. Yeah. A lot of them died too. A lot of them been dying. Trying yeah, to, a lot of them died. Four thousand people yeah. dying, getting they perish. They're losing their life in the, in the process of fleeing and trying to get to Europe. They're losing their life. They're sinking in the ships. They're sinking in the little boats that they that they're traveling to get to Europe. It is is a sad situation, ladies and gentlemen. It really is sad when you look at it. When you look on, if we go on YouTube, we go to any documentaries, you see it. You can't believe, you can't believe your eyes this is in this day and age, 2018, 2017, 2018, that this is going on. And it's sad, you know, to see so much the people suffering. They they're coming over and they're doing anything. One watching a documentary and one brother said yeah, that he'd rather die than to get caught. Yes, he's gonna he wants to die. he wants to die. So it's really sad. Um Children suffering and mothers suffering over the slavery thing, you know, and it's all because of money. It's sad, man, because um, they catch you and you, and you go down, they go to to Africa and you go to Libya, they catch you and they hold you ransom for money, and they put you in the camp, and they put you in the camp, and they and then you only bought them to one meal, and you not it's not even a meal, it's half a meal, because they're giving them a a, a piece of bread and. Maybe, maybe, possibly some meat. It's really a sad situation, and they all these centers, the stench is so high that because you know, only boil into one bathroom. So they've also done auctions. They also yeah, exactly do the auctions in these and during these slave 
these are slave traders. It's really, it's well, really historic, gruesome to see, man. Historically, on the on the eastern side of Africa, you've had the Arab slave, you had the um, the Arab uh, slave trade in East Africa. Now we talk a lot about uh, the transatlantic slavery. Uh, we talk about that European slavery, child slavery over us on that side, and t- taking us on it over here on this side of the map. But on the eastern side of the map, you had the Arabs enslaving the Africans. Mm-hmm. So this all goes back to that. Okay? It all goes back to that. So historically, the same, it's like history repeating itself. And mm-hmm. I'm not about to have that on this side. Now, you already have the white, white supremacy, which is rampant here, obviously, throughout the world. Mm-hmm. And I'm inclined to believe that white supremacy has something to do with what's going on in Libya too, even if it is people who are Arab. Okay? And this is not me getting on all Arabs, but that uh, Arab, uh, 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 I guess I could call that an Arab supremacy, but I don't know because white supremacy will, white supremacy will trump Arab supremacy any day. So I don't know if I can call that Arab supremacy, but whoever who's part of that Arab supremacy that's doing that in Libya and any other African countries on that side of the on on that side of the map, West Af, uh, uh, sorry East Africa, um, you know, this history goes back to that, to back of the days of that uh, chattel slavery on that end, and. Just like on the other side, uh, um, the separation of families, the the raping, the killing, the murdering. Yeah, that happened too. It's just that that narrative is not so much spoken of uh, uh, as much as as much as uh, uh, the white slave master uh, slavery, chattel slavery, and 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 you know throughout the. Um, Western hemisphere, you know, so that's why that doesn't get talked about as much. Um, but it happened on, on, on the east side, it happened on uh, on East Africa, East African countries, and dealing with that stuff and fighting that stuff. Uh, and I want to say, keep fighting back, resist, resist with every uh ounce of blood that is in your body, resist, don't let nobody enslave you, nobody, no. Bati. Okay. So I'm going to have to move on from this. Mm-hmm. Now, since we've been going, Omarosa gets kicked out of the White House. Mammy. Mammy. <laughs> okay. See, that cooling didn't save you, Omarosa. Tell you, man. And I, and I want to say to that Ben Carson, you next. So you better hope you still got your job because you will be next. I think, you know what? And when you really look at it, what was, what was Ambrose's role during that? Um, Absol- in, during the- Absolutely nothing. Well, okay. Okay. Well, I, let me be fair. So she was supposed to be like an advisor to anything that was uh, African-American related as far as issues. Uh she did nothing to help our plight, our cause. Nothing, nothing, nothing. She did nothing. She was. It's like it's like it's like this when you look at it. 
good no good good old you did you were you was a good old girl you did you did it you did it now we know you know what now we don't need you yeah, no we more. don't need you no more and that's Goodbye. the same thing for that for that coon uh pastor scott you know you know yeah. trump don't need you either he don't need wayne t jackson he don't need nobody black he wasn't gonna do no he wasn't gonna he wasn't gonna do nothing anyway you had steve harvey going up there you had jim brown going up there all oh, disappointing don't know why Jim Brown went up there. You had no going up there. Nothing and not nothing happened. Nothing happened. Nothing happened. Oh, yeah, they talking and see what it could be done. But Omarosa, where was that sense of urgency when Obama was in office? Oh, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, so she got kicked out. She says she quit. No, they said no, no, no. leave. We don't need you and no don't more. come back. Don't come back. We, we got what we want from you, and now and 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 now you got kicked in the now you got kicked in the boot. Mm-hmm. Now you got kicked, yeah, exactly. We don't need you no more. That's what exactly. They told her you love. Got, they told got. her love don't live here anymore. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and then she was up there. Oh Lordy, pick a oh, man, pick a man like cotton. <laughs> <laughs> she was up. She was up there. Uh, praising Massa, Massa Trump, yeah. Master Trump. You, 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 I sick, you sick, Master Trump. Ain't nothing yeah. like that. That's right, Master Trump. You, you're doing your good thing. This, you know? this, this is probably mean for me to say, but I wonder when she was in the White House, uh, did she have a napkin in her pocket and wear white gloves? <laughs> For those who get what I'm talking about, <laughs> if you've seen the movie The Butler, you know what I'm talking about. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Motisa. So, you know, she was one of those uh, Massa, we sick. You know, she was one of those types. You sick, so yeah. So we sick, Massa. Oh, you sick, so I sick too. Mm-hmm. I, I bet you. One of those kind of things. I bet yeah. you if the White House was on, I bet you. Well, never mind. I don't want to say that. I don't want to say that. Anyway, so uh, she had to get the boot. But see, that goes to all you out there. Kuna don't save you, man. I know, I know, I know we joked around just a second ago, but Kuna don't save you. You got a lot of people trying to gain favor and white supremacy to hope, in hopes that they'll maybe live a little longer or get a little more money out of it. You know, no different from, no different from uh, those uh, uh, um, Jewish Nazi collaborators during the time of the Holocaust, no different from, and, and let's go before the Holocaust, no different from a lot of the house Negroes who did that, trying to gain favor with the slave masters. That ain't helped them, and that ain't helping you in this modern time. Hmm. It ain't helping. All you're doing is putting your people in a worse position when you do that, because then they, when somebody of that kind does it, then they feel, oh, well, you know, that gave us license because... Oh, well, you know, it wasn't racist because they're black. No, no. I happen to call uh, black people who hate black people, I call them black white supremacists. Oh, yes, they do. So I treat them the same as white supremacists. I'm like, okay, well, you with them. So I guess, mm-hmm. I guess people, it's funny because you, oh, no, it wasn't you. Cinemascape sent me a, 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 a picture of Stacey Dash. In a, in a movie, uh, looked like a, 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 a one of those B movies, 
you know that go to um to straight to um well not DVD but I guess straight to uh internet or whatever Netflix or whatever I guess these days and it's mm-hmm. uh mainly black people I'm like oh Stacy so all that cooning you was doing when you was on she cooned so hard and then she got up there at the uh, at the Oscars <laughs> last year and said happy black history month everybody <laughs> cringeworthy you had you had people in the audience who wasn't black looking at that like ooh not good bad time see the thing she wants to ban she wants to ban black history not bad, yeah, but she, no 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 it. she said ban black right ban bt and ban black history um uh, uh stacy uh may i remind you that the movies that you were on are only getting syndication on um bt and not know the network so if they ban bt then you don't get residuals yeah, that means no work for you. Just putting that out there because for for those who didn't know, I guess you didn't know when you said that. Okay, but anyway, so it's funny because Cinema was like, "Yo, guess guess who's trying to get in good graces with black people again after clowning us?" You see, mm, I know you're gonna come back. I, yeah, come back, yeah, yeah. You need a job. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I ain't welcoming her back. I got a problem with her. I do still. I got a problem with her. It's a shame. I used to think she was one of the baddest looking women on the planet at one point. I really used to think that. Don't get me wrong. She's uh, well. Let's just put it like this: she's less attractive because of what she's about. So when I look at her, I don't say much. I'm like, eh, that's her. I didn't know she was such a coon. Jesus Christ! When I heard what. what from what I where she was to how she was talking, I said, "Man, look at Stacy, cool as ever." Yes, a lot of se- a lot I'm of self hate. Drinking a lot, lot of a lot of sipping on that Kool Aid, cool Kool Aid. So no, uh, a lot of self hate, a lot of self hate. So he's just yeah, you know, you know, just to get a dollar. But but guess who? But guess who been helping her out all this time? We've been supporting her. We've been supporting her and supporting. Yeah, her. we've been seeing her movies. Yeah. I mean, I mean, does she forget that uh, one one of the first things I ever seen her in was uh, Mo Money? That was before Clueless. Clueless is is what made her. Clueless is is is, is what kind of pushed her up uh, to the white audience. You know, because she did that movie with Alicia Silverstone, but um, before that, she was in Mo Money. With Damon Wayans and Marlon. And Marlon, yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying, that's one of the first things I've ever seen her in. You know, and then after that, she had movies. With, she was in black movies. I guess you can call them black movies. You know, movies where the cast is predominantly black. And all of a sudden, you get on Fox News, and then you, and then you, uh, you know, you basically become an Aunt Jemima. Wow! Ridiculous. All right, let's. That, that was that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, you know, I I don't understand that. But the the reason why I brought Stacey Dash up is because it didn't save her. But Fox News, she got fired, and then Omarosa didn't save her with uh, with, with, with being in uh, Trump's uh, cabinet. Don't play the coon. Yeah. Don't play the coon. Cause everybody play the coon. plays a coon. 
Sometimes no exceptions to the rule. Listen, baby, baby. <laughs> you know. Oh man, you out there looking stupid. All right, let's move into what we let's move into what we've been trying to talk about. That's going to basically just help all of our topics here. Okay. Um. Oh, wait a minute. No, before I do that, I want to give a rest in peace to Eric Gardner's daughter. Oh, I don't want to forget that. Yeah. Erica Gardner. Yeah. Yeah. We condolences to her and her family. Um, you know, one tragedy after the next. Um, it's a shame, man. Staten Island's finest, man. Peace. She she became an activist after um her father was brutally massacred uh by the by the NY by by an NYPD officer. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I said it just like that. Mm-hmm. Okay. And um mm-hmm. you know, she became an activist. I didn't even know that she necessarily became that. I, I just thought that it was more so for pops. But it turns out that she stood for injustice even for those who are not her father. So she died of a heart attack at the age of what, twenty seven? Was she twenty seven, Zacchaeus? Yeah, if she was like like late twenties, yeah, twenty seven years old, that, young, that twenty seven years what old. What the yeah. heck? That was a shocker to me. That was a shocker because this girl, she was a she was an activist, and um and 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 I'm big up to to those who live in the North Shore area, Staten Island, because they last Wednesday they came out in numbers ninety people came out to just to. Uh, during the um the area where her father was killed on Staten Island, Bay and Victory, they came out and they came out in numbers just to pay their respects and condolences to um Erica Gardner, man, because uh it was a it was a tragedy, man, and to see a young soldier go like that is so sad, man. It really is a condolences to the family, man. Uh, yeah, I, I I my heart goes out. Cause that that is crazy. That is crazy. I just want to put that in there, you know, because it's been time since uh, Eric Garner got uh, since he since he got killed. So I know some people uh, don't like when they say the words "killed" and "died." No, got killed because if it wasn't for him being roughed up like that and putting chokeholds. And the man was asthmatic. You put an asthmatic in a chokehold, eventually they're going to die if they don't get a pump. So you led to the man's death. So miss me with that. Oh, the chokehold didn't kill him. The man is dead. And he wouldn't have been if it wasn't for that. The man in the video, what did the man say? He said, just leave me alone. He said, no, now he's doing nothing. Nothing. And you know, it's interesting. They stood in front of him for a while. It's not like they ran up on him immediately and grabbed him. They stood there for a good minute. They had, they, I know we're going back to it. I'm I'm sorry. I'm going to get back to uh, Erica in a second, but they were in front of that man and they stood, you know, because people like to not talk about this particular part of the video. The man was not showing any type of aggressive behavior. He wasn't. He's just a big black man. That's all that is. Big black man. 
Yeah, you know how they all about big black. Sure, you ain't got to be a big black man. You can be a little black man and you a threat. And he just so happened, you know, yeah, to, according to white supremacy, you're a threat to them. And he was sitting there talking. He said, I ain't do nothing. I ain't, I ain't doing nothing. They stood there for a good minute, waited for the actual. Uh, they said, okay, we're just going to stay in here. And none of us are going to choke him out. So we'll just wait for the cop that will do it till he gets here. Then we'll start grabbing him. That, to me, was an execution. 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 You know, oh, um, the funeral for Erica Garner will be held today Wait, no, at you, 4 p.m. on Monday. You have to yeah. give a date because we're recording this on the uh, January 8th right now. So give a date. It's gonna be Monday, January eighth. Okay, so January eighth, because be we're re- we're recording this right now. Just 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 for those who are, who who are listening. So, all right, I'm I'm sorry. Go go uh, go ahead, go ahead, Zach. Here. So January eighth, eighth Monday, January eighth. Her funeral will be held in the um Catherine Church in the um the first um Corinthian Baptist Church in Harlem at uh, four p.m. and and if you're in the, if you're in the New York area, that's where if you want to attend in the New York if you're in the New York area, it's it's gonna be at four four p.m. on January eighth, Monday. So um, just pay condolences, respect to Erica Gardner. Um, it's gonna be it's gonna be crowded. I know it's gonna be crowded. A lot of um yeah 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 I, I, um, I believe so. Matter yeah, Black Lives Matter would be there also. With also the Action National Network. Will be there to attend. It's, yeah. it's sad, but um, to give pay respects today, she would be buried. She be her services would service would be today. Yeah. So, so by the time and, this episode um, uploads, it, it already had happened. Um, yes, because mm-hmm. because we pre-record these shows. All right. Oh. Anything you anything you want to say about it? I'm sorry because I kind of went off on a rant about what happened ever Garner, but. <laughs> Anything that you yeah. want to say about this Zacchaeus? I'd say that she was she seen okay, she didn't let her father's death passing was it she used her father's passing as a vehicle to stand to to stand up for injustices done because an injustice was done to her father. Yes. So she she used her platform as a vehicle to 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 use it to help others with the injustices done to young black lives out there. There's a lot of um, injustices done that sometimes it's not, sometimes it's not even reported, but she stands out as an activist after she, after her father's passing, she stood out and she said, you know what? No more. I'm going to, I'm going to put my voice in and I'm going to get my voice heard for those who are injustices done the same way how they took my father and say it can happen to many other others as well. So I'm going to put my voice out there and I'm going to show activism to use my my platform and I'm gonna use it in a positive way. And she did that. So she was only 27 years old. Um respect and condolences to the family and um we need more activists. We need more people ste- stepping out like young people, especially young people stepping out and taking the active activism and getting their voices heard for injustice because when that happened, man, and um, geez, 
I only see them in person because I live in the area, so I only see them in exactly. person once. Exactly. I only see them in person once or twice, and cinema. Man, you know, uh, our boy. For for you guys who listen around circle, cinema escapes. Um, he knew him. Um, maybe not personally, personally, but knew of him because there were times where they was out there and he was there. And any time they did any type of um, anytime he did anything um. Uh, with, with the ministry that he's hooked up with at the time, um, it would be in that area, so they would they would know him. You know, his nickname was also Big E. Uh, out there, and um, yeah. I might have saw him a few times because, um, in that area, I always had to walk past there uh, to get my hair cut. And there were times where I probably I didn't know him, but there were probably times where I saw him. As a matter of fact, the day he got killed, I was supposed to be out there. Um. So I would I would have saw that firsthand. Uh, so you know I was supposed to be on that street. I was supposed to um go up. To, uh, I was supposed to walk past that. You know, you know. So the day, you know, I'm I'm over here getting. It's, it's interesting because I'm not gonna make it about me, but you know, interesting. I'm getting dressed, about to head out the house, and all of a sudden a news thing pops up because I'm about to head down there. A news. I I, I had an appointment around there. The news, on the news, something pops up, such and such on Victory and Bay. I'm like, whoa, what the heck? And they show the footage. I said, whoa, whoa. I stayed in the house when I saw that. I said, all right, I'm staying in the house right now. Whatever I got to do, I'll do that another day. Right, right. You know what I'm saying? Because that's what happened right there. I was, on my, I was on my way out the house, about to walk down there. I just so happened to turn on the news because my uncle called me. I happened to turn on the news, and then I see that. I was like, are you kidding me? Murder. Murder. Yeah. yeah you know? Murder. All right, so let's, let's move on. The, there's a video that, that is going viral um, for the past couple weeks. Uh, called I'm not racist. It was uh up by, by artist uh uh Joyner Lucas, rap artist Joyner Lucas. The original uh uh video called I'm not racist. He does the perspective of the white guy and a black and a young black man. Uh let's get a little more descriptive. Uh the particular white guy he's doing the perspective of is a guy who is I guess you could say a conservative. Um, he has a uh, "Make America Great Again" hat, so he's a suspected white supremacist off the bat. <laughs> okay, uh, the uh, the brother that he has is a young brother. I would say under the age of twenty five. Mm. Now, the video shows more so uh, the white guy going in. On his perspective of false perspective, false perception of black people, the response that Jordan, that that Jordan Lucas did for the young black kid, young black man, didn't really hit on all of the points that the uh, that the white uh, 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 guy's perspective hit on. Mm-hmm. So it didn't answer many questions. So the original video I'm watching, and I was disappointed. At the response, I was like, that response wasn't strong enough because I feel like 
all the stuff that the white guy named, uh, the, you know, that he named for the white guy's perspective could have been debunked easily. But the brother's perspective, it, he didn't debunk it enough. So you had responses later on, a popular one right after that, did their own response, their own I'm Not Racist remix, uh, My Son. My Son did his response. Very good one. Very good one. And he debunked a lot of the stuff that uh, the perspective of the white guy in the Jonah Lucas, Jonah Lucas video uh, mentioned. And that was about a few weeks ago. But recently, we've had another response by a guy. I never heard of him, but I'm glad I did. His, uh, uh, his, uh, he goes by the name of Aunt Mugger. I hope I'm saying his name right. This brother did his response from an interracial couple's perspective. Mm. Interracial meaning white man. Oh, I'm sorry. Sorry. Interracial meaning black man, white woman. So on the video, that's what that perspective was. And he was basically, they're watching, this is how it goes. They're watching the video together and they're on the couch. He comes home from work or whatever. And he shows uh, uh, her the video, the I'm Not Racist uh, video, the original one. And he's listening, they're listening, and you can see that she's leaning more towards what the white guy is saying. Now, go figure, because she happens to be white. And so he's a black man. In the video, they're supposed to be in a relationship. He's noticing right there, right there, that even within his relationship with that white woman, he he got to deal with the white supremacy, white supremacist thoughts that are in her. And that's supposed to be his girlfriend. I'm saying that's what the video, that's what I get from the video. And I'm sure in real life, that's what a lot of black men or white or, 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 or black women are going through with their own interracial relationships with white people. But, yeah, I but, that, but, yeah. but, but I, but I digress. Cause we already did a show about that, you know? So I felt that Aunt Mugger's response is my favorite because he talked about, um, stereotypes. He also talked about, uh, um, how they institutionalize, uh, black people, uh, socially by, uh, putting us in the hood, putting us in ghettos, uh, creating social programs um, that took black that took black fathers out of the homes. Oh, he went there. He talked about banks started from slavery. J.P. Morgan Chase and Wells Fargo. He didn't say anything that was a lie. Oh yeah. Man. Now I'm gonna see if I could play. Now this it has language. It does. It does have language. But um, for educational purposes. I do want to play this. Okay. But I do want to warn you that this video does contain explicit content. So let me get my uh, wire together here. My bad, Zacchaeus, but let me put this up. Because I, 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 I ain't really planning to play it, but it's going to help our show if I play this and we do a breakdown. That's the only way, that's the only way this is going to help it. Now, give your opinion on it because you saw it. Yeah, okay. My opinion on this video was, um, man, 
I mean, to me, the, the white, white dude spoke his mind. Dude. But the thing is, is that they all, a lot do think that way. If you talk about race, and you talk about um, the re- race relations, they do. They, they, a lot of them do feel that way. The the brother mugger, the brother response was like, "Listen, listen, not all of you. You can't put us all in one boat. Yep. Care of our kids. Some of us are working. Some of us do not depend on welfare. Some of us are not hanging the streets and and, and hustling. First." Do or hold down jobs, you know what I'm saying? A lot of us do hold down jobs and do, and do go to college, you know, and do other things that's progressive. So please don't put us in one, put, put us all in one boat. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, you're putting us all in one boat. So not every brother's the same. Not everybody's the same. Some of us are thinking. Some of us are progressive. Some of us are entrepreneurs. Not everybody's the same. Street and, and, and just hang the streets and then be mamas all over the place. Some of us are responsible father. I'm a responsible father. You're a great father, man. Yeah, some of us are responsible fathers, so not all of us fit into that same category, you know. So, shoo. I mean, there's so much people. So much I can have. I can write a song about that too and respond too. So yeah, exactly. Man, you know what I'm saying. So not all of us. Fit into that same, all of us fit into that same boat, that same, you know, character. No. So, no, you're wrong. So, he's wrong right there. And so, but, but, you know, the sad thing is that some of the white supremacy do think that way. Straight up and down. Hmm? They do. Yeah. So, so, that's my response to that video. This is what I'm going to do. I'm going to play the, I'm going to play his response only, all the way. And then we're going to rewind and then break it down. Okay. I'll play it through and then rewind, break it down. So I need to get, I need to get, I need to get it queued up. Right. Hold on, let me make sure. Okay. I got it where I needed to. Oh, I'm sorry for the feedback. Here we go. Call this man a nigga this. Nigga that, right? Yo, he's say every nigga is a gangster. Every nigga don't take care of the kids. Every nigga is a thug. Like, fuck out of here. I don't like it, our thugs. Yo, you. Zacchaeus, you heard that? Yeah, I'm hearing it. I'm make hearing sure it. Make sure but you're hearing it. Yeah. Out, but I'm hearing it. Though. All right, I got yeah. you. Let's go. Hold up, first off, just let me get a jack So every nigga a thug, get off the internet They hang a nigga for trapping or if he stole money Guess they only respect the thief, he still a whole country Guess they only respect the killer, he enslaved the kids Not the nigga trying to hustle just to save his kids We in the ghetto, they don't love us, so we take instead But wake up, cause it's the same shit that they done did <laughs> Talking about your forefathers, they all robbers Turn around now, they got all timers They teach that same shit to their children, they all follow Now our kids getting fried by the pigs, they pork grinders Talking about put your suit back on. We had a black Wall Street. Y'all bound that John. So which one is it? You want us to get it? Want us as niggas? Your actions telling me that you only want us defenseless. Big business, I guess, for big britches. I'm behind the police, they big bitches. I'm behind all that money and the power that they gain from the 400 years with no exchange. Just think about all the pain that you think you got. Your kids inherit that. You don't think just watch. You standing out in the field trying to pick this cop. You a slave from the day you born to the day you drop. 
happen when the sun comes on, just make you cry, cause massa raped your wife and he make you watch the bastard. Got you working and pay you squat. Pussy get a bank loan off the slaves he got to start up a Chase Bank or start up a Wells Fargo. That's two banks. Started with slave money. Oh, you ain't know? Yeah. So you can sit right down. All them slave owners' kids run the shit right now. This why the fucking system remain crooked. Throwing cops a ooh, a nigga passed, they ain't looking. These the same descendants that was given the strange whoopings with lacerations and castrations. They all work for the magistration. I'm not racist. I just wonder why they do us, how they do us. Black wealthy neighborhoods, they put a highway through it. I swear to God, I'm not racist, but I'm not stupid. I'm not racist. That's on my dead mama. And y'all created the hood. Y'all call it redlining. And y'all created new slaves. Y'all call it fair timing. But we ain't bringing in them drugs. Don't you dare try it. And you brought up welfare with some type joke. Majority of your welfare go to white folks. Dickhead, look it up, dickhead. Now your whole face looking like a stick of big red. Hey, yo, y'all put them Asians in the camp that gave them reparations. The Jews in the Holocaust got their reparations. And all the Florida Seminoles got their reparations. We ain't get shit but a whitewash education. Teaching us to hate ourselves and just to love y'all. Cause we the slaves and niggas, my nigga, fuck y'all. And fuck Donald, he a bigger than a dust ball. I grab Melania, pussy, I'm trying to piss Trump off. The difference in my neighborhood, I've seen it too clear. So I wasn't born in the hood, I had to move here. You're 40 miles away, pointing fingers. While I was in them same streets, you wouldn't drive through, cause you were too scared. You wouldn't understand my struggle, shit fucked up. A lot of niggas grab my hustle. I got a lot of white brothers, and I love them. They ain't been through it, but still understand my troubles, you hear me? But you the type say, make America great again. But this country was never great for a black man. And got that silly nigga hugging with you. I ain't hugging with you, it's like a Nazi hugging a Jew. See, the problem is, you act like this is way in the past. Cops with my grandma ass, your grandma laugh. You playing like you don't get it, well, let me explain it through. What the fuck did she teach your parents, and what is they teaching you? Okay. Hold on, I had to rewind it back. Jesus Christ. Alright, once again I wanna <laughs> once again I wanna apologize for the for the language. You know, we're not about that on this show. But I but I had to play it because this is the only way, you know, for educational purposes, the only way I could really kinda go into this. And I don't have time to edit the cu- cursing out. Well, you know, at this point. I don't have time to do that. So you play the whole thing in its entirely, right? This man said, let's go back to the beginning. We're going to do a breakdown. I'm going to stop and pause it, and then me and Zach Hees are going to speak on it. Yo, you... Hold up. First off, just let me get a jack. So every nigga thug, get off the internet. Now, that part right there. He told her to get... He said, you think every... And a thug, get off the internet. Now, the influence of social media, whether it's real news or fake news, um, even before social media, there was always that that uh, perpetuated stereotype, right? Because it's in the media everywhere. Um, but with this new generation, if they don't get it from the news, they'll get it from the Internet, you know? And no matter what people are saying, no matter what we do, no matter how hard we try, we're always going to be seen as such. You know what I'm saying? That's why Jay-Z did, you know, the story of OJ record. You know? So that that right there is a good start off. We'll play a little more. They hang a nigga for trapping or if he stole money. Guess they only respect the thief. He stole a whole country. Guess they only respect the thief. He stole a whole country. 
Now, I get what he's saying there. He's saying, um, and I'm going to let you speak on this too. He's saying, okay, this man did something, you know, you get him for it and it's a crime, whatever. Okay, fine, let's call that a crime. But why do we not call what has happened to this country a crime of colonialization? That's a crime too. But we got statues of George Washington and all the other presidents and Christopher Columbus everywhere. You respect that? Zacchaeus, does that sound like I'm saying something that makes sense? Yeah, you know what it is. It's just that that when they when they when they put this, they probably put this um, the Confederate flag up in the statues. But you see, the thing is, is that that we don't we we keep silent on a lot of things. As we keep silent on a lot of things that's that's even being portrayed as supremacy. Yeah, we keep we keep silent on it. And the only reason why we keep we keep silent on it because we're trying to you know we're trying to strive in life, we're trying to make money, we're trying to do other things, and we're trying to feed our families and so forth, and so forth. But let's, I like what he said about embarking, like you know, even with the banks. Yeah, you know, oh, oh, we're gonna we're gonna, and, we're gonna get to that. We're gonna get to that. We're gonna get to that. Uh, All right, let me play. But we, but, let me play. Yeah. yeah, but go ahead about the uh, what he said just now about the they respect the thief who stole the whole country. We built, we built this, we built, and we through slavery. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of things that was taken from us through slavery that we we're not credited for. Yeah, on pr- on, on purpose, on purpose. On purpose, it's purposely kept on silent, and we're not. And when we have to, we have to, we have to do research and invest. We have to research, and we have to teach our children's children that yes, we were great kings and queens at one time. We did invent a lot of things at time, and many times, and still inventing things. So, but you know, supremacy gets the credit for it. You know, so. When it, when that that verse he's saying a, that little piece of verse right there he's saying a lot mm-hmm. so that's my take on it yeah let's play more guess they only respect the killer he enslaved the kids not the nigga trying to hustle just to save his kid maybe they respect the killer he enslaved his kids he's talking about slavery Ooh. man he's talking about slavery hmm? let's keep going it's, we in the ghetto they don't love us so we take instead but wake up cause it's the same shit that they done did <laughs> Talk about your forefathers. They all robbers. Turn around, they got all timers. Mm. Talk about your forefathers. They all liars. Turn around, they got all timers. Ha! I just and I and I recently talked about George Washington. See, forefathers: George Washington, Abraham Lincoln, Thomas Jefferson, and uh, what Andrew Jackson, right? Okay, those are the four four faces on uh on um. Mount Rushmore. So, the point he's making is, you, 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 you got so much pride. Talking about America's history, you got so much pride in these men, you do, but these men represent for us slave masters. You know what I'm saying? They don't, they not presidents to me because they did, th- you know, my thing is they, they always say that what somebody does 
well, especially when they're black, will override the good things that they accomplished. For instance, Bill Cosby. They came at Bill Cosby so hard. Now Bill Cosby is revered as the, as a scum of the earth now. So he's not recognized for the good that he did. Right, right. But you still recognize George. There's still George Washington statues, Abraham Lincoln statues. When they were talking about uh, getting rid of Robert E. Lee statue, there's one guy, Trump said, well, when do, where does it stop? Um, do we take down George Washington, Abraham Lincoln? I mean, this is ridiculous. Uh, my response to uh, Donald Trump would be, yeah, take them all down. Take them all down today. Does it stop? Yeah. Or when does it stop? If you take him down, you're changing history. You're changing history. Okay. Well, my response is, see, if he would have been talking to me, I would have said, yeah, take them all down. Yes. Because in Germany... They took down all that Nazi stuff. Well, at least did the best they could. Ain't no Hitler statues in Germany anymore. They, they took all of it down. You so, can't. So it doesn't remind them of the ugly history. That's exactly. What they took That's the only they take it, take it down. They did a better job than America. They, they've done a better job than America has done with the history of slavery. I tell you that much. Let's play some more. It's that same shit that they children they all follow. No, our kids getting fried by the pigs. They poke rinders. Talking about put your suit back on. We had a black Wall Street. Y'all bomb that Jones. Which one? Talk about put your suit back on. We had a black Wall Street. Y'all bomb that John. Mm-hmm. My man talked about black Wall Street. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm glad he brought that up. I'm glad he brought that up because a lot of... Our folks don't even know about Black Wall Street. I'm glad he brought that up because a lot of us need to be, we, we learn about the Black Wall Street, you know, what was a prominent, prominent community that we had in Tulsa, Oklahoma, those who don't know. Mm-hmm. In 19, 19, was it 1921? Uh, yeah, from 19, well, I'm trying to think when it got destroyed. It was in the 20s, but yeah, exactly. Well, okay, 1920s. I don't have the actual date right now. I hate that I don't. Let me try to find it right now. But, yeah, Black Wall Street, the first, we call that the first 9-11. That's what we call that. Those who don't know. The those first who don't know. We call that the first 9-11 because they used planes and dropped dynamite on it to blow it up. Dynamite. Yeah, race riot. Race. Here, here we go. Here we go. Uh, 1921, you were right and exact. That's, yes, when, it got, that's, so- when, it, that's when it got destroyed. Where it all stemmed from? A little boy in an elevator. Black boy in an elevator. I think he grazed the white woman standing in the elevator, and she and she cried rape, and then he let's go burn that city. Yeah, that's one story. Another story is, another story is, uh, I've heard that's, actually, that's the main story I've heard. Um, another story is, is that it happened in the street. Oh, yeah. Right, that's another story that it happened in the street. That situation. Um, oh, ele- elevator. I've heard that. I've heard that one. That's the main one I've heard. That's the main one I've heard. Uh, very similar to the Rosewood uh, story uh, when Rosewood that's... got burned down. It, it, it always it always ended with a white woman saying that she was raped. I, that, that's one of the things that I noticed with a lot of these neighborhoods. 
uh, where um, where they anyway. That's a whole no- that that's that's a, that's for another episode. Oh, okay. But yes. one of the th- one of the things that one of the things that um that I like what he said is this. He said, "Talk about because in the in a, in the store in uh, in in uh, the original video, uh, the white guy's perspective was, you know, with your pants sagging, put your suit back on. Us putting our suit back on is not you respecting us because the last time I checked." Uh, Martin Luther King had a suit on. Mega Evans had a suit on. on. Malcolm X had a suit on. But but <laughs> yeah, but but they still got murdered. In the name, Garvey had a suit on. Hello, right? They keep it in that. They got murdered in the name of white supremacy. So wearing a suit uh, is not helping you respect us. And also, the fact that he said, "Put your suit back on." We had a Black Wall Street y'all bomb that joint. That's his way of saying. You, you, what is it? What is what is it with y'all? What is it with what is it with you, white supremacy? Or you do you do you want do you want us to do for ourselves? But then when we do for for ourselves, you there? I mean, you either gonna leave us alone, or you because because Black Wall Street was able to be what it was because at a certain point, at a certain point, this won't happen again, but at a particular time. Uh, white supremacy left black people the heck alone, and we started to do very well. But then when we did well, white supremacy said, "Oh no, 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 no! They they can't have that." Boom. Yes. So don't so don't now get on us and say pull us pull yourself up by your bootstraps because that's exactly what they would they were pulling themselves up by their sandal straps if they even had any in Black Wall Street, but you were bothering them. See, Black Wall Street would exist today if white supremacy would have left us the heck alone. But you see, the thing is they use something like a rape tool. Because they, they were always wanted to shut it down, but they use something like a rape or or, or a cry or a lie to shut it down. Oh, because... So, well, well, ammunition. well, because that is all the justification that they need to um, wipe clean. And 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 uh, swarm like locusts and destroy something and leave no remains. That's all they need. They don't even need that. But at that time, their whole thing was that. And then sadly, you'll hear sadly, sadly, you'll hear um people today who are on the side of white supremacy say, "Oh well, you know, uh, they shouldn't have raped that white woman." So basically what you're telling me is, okay, number one, that was alleged. Okay. Cause I don't believe that happened. So what you're saying is the rape of one white woman is, it, uh, is an excuse to kill over 300 black folks. Let's move on. <laughs> Let's move on. Exactly. I'm just saying if a rape actually happened, why not go after the person who did it? Why do you got to bomb the whole freaking town? Exactly. You know, you can't reason with white supremacy. White supremacy has no uh, 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 code of conduct uh, of any. Well, I'm sorry, moral conduct. That's better because they do actually have a code, but they don't have any moral conduct. They don't have any moral sense. Of, they don't have any. It's animalistic behavior. That's what white supremacy is. But anyway, let's play the rest of this. 
one is it? You want us to get it? Want us as niggas? Your actions telling me that you only want us defenseless. Big business, I guess, for big britches. I'm behind the police, they big bitches. I'm behind all the money and the power that they gain from the 400 years with no exchange. You think about all the pain that you think you got. Your kids inherit that. You don't think just watch. You standing out in the field trying to pick this cop. You a slave from the day you born to the day you drop. And when the See? Now he talked about the origins of this country, uh, uh, of the establishment of the new America. He's saying the burden that we have to, that black people have to live with. Um, that is something that is unique to us at that time, because he's saying you are, you are a slave from the day you were born. Yeah. Because at that time during slavery, that's exactly what your future was. You didn't see a future. Yeah. You didn't see a future of it ending. This is why we had Harriet Tubman and, and Nat Turner and many other nameless slaves uh, that revolted. Yes, they didn't. They didn't see any. They didn't see any freedom in the future, so they had to fight. But like what Wise Supremacy said during the course of slavery, this is the way of life. Well, because that's exactly what they thought would happen, and then he, he, you know, if if you know, one of the one of the th- let me tell you something, black people were dead from the time they got on, from the time they put us on those boats. You were a dead man already. You, you know, you were a dead man walking. So at that point, you might as well die for something. Hmm. The moment they captured, captured you and put you on the boat. You were you dead. Was, a, you were dead already. You was dead already. You're a dead man. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that was. Remember. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. I'm sorry. No, that's okay. Because remember, they strip you of your name. Yeah. They strip you of your culture. Yeah. They strip you of your heritage. They strip you of everything. 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 Well, yes, you dead. Right. You was a dead man walking. Mm-hmm. You know. Go ahead. So I like what he said there. Um, and he was basically saying that now in this video, he's talking to his white girlfriend, who was taking the side of the of the white perspective of the "I'm not racist" uh, video. So he's already saying, look, you on this side, but let me tell you something, what we got to deal with, what you don't have to deal with. You don't have to deal with, with, a, with a history of that, which is true. They don't have to deal with that. Let's move on. Some comes on, just make you cry cause master raped your wife and he make you watch the bastard. Rape. Let's talk about the rape that happened in slavery. Oh, slavery was, a, mm. oh, rape was a number one weapon. Rape? was the number one weapon in slavery. Number one. It ain't... Lin- okay, 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 okay. I know some people are going to say lynching, uh, whipping. Oh, no. Rape. Not even the gun. Rape. Rape was normal back then for... Uh, you know, I'm so upset that I'm missing my words. But in slavery, rape was was normal to them. Normal. It wasn't even rape to the uh, 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 to the slave masters. Rape was sex to them. But any sex, any sex that happened between white people and black people at that time was rape because black people could not refuse. Oh, not just uh, uh, black women, but black men were being raped too. That don't get talked about. 
they, yeah, them, these men were married. These white men were married. The, all, all these most of the slave masters were all married. You know what? You know most you, of them was married. You, you definitely know a thing or two about this because you study this as well. I want you to speak about the rape that took place on the plantations. Um, used to call them the wenches. Um, yep. these are called young black females wenches. Now, on a white master. Get on top of a, he, he, you know, his wife, his wife would know, the white master's wife would know about this. She'll know. Yeah, she'd be in another room. Room, and she, and she plays a silent air, she puts a silent air to it. She knows what's going on, but you know, that's it. But remember, because remember, um, white supremacy always puts the, the, the male as the dominant, dominant was the dominant. Thank you. So, Thank, thanks for saying that. The, so a, a white woman had to know her place. She had to know her place. So therefore, your man could do anything. He could get away with you get stuff like this. Yeah. And she, her only excuse was like, oh, well, this is what a man does. Well, because they raped their women too. They were they raped their women too. So yeah. therefore, what raping uh what they call a, a black young black female wench was nothing. It was it was a way of life to them. It was oh I, I, you know, they see before you hit, before you even hit the age of fourteen. Of thirteen and fourteen, they were already looking at you. Well, at the females of the oh no, maybe yeah. you know fifth. I have to even say younger than that. Yes, I was going to say very younger than 11, that. Eleven and up, nine, and probably nine years old. It's sick. Yeah, because they didn't want to get the first dips. Yeah, yeah, it was sick. Before it was... any, it's sick. It's sick. If you really look at, if you really read books and do your research on slavery. And go in the depth of the study of slavery, it is sick how much rape. It, it was like a way of, it was like an everyday thing. Well, because people want to talk, because yeah. now, say if we were to have a conversation about rape vi- victims, um, historically, uh, rape, uh, uh, rape victims would, would be almost, almost everybody at that time of slavery was a rape victim. Think about it. Think about it, because of how much rape that happened. Pretty much almost everybody. And like I said, you had men. The men got raped too. There were slave masters raping men. I know we talk about the women. And that was a we- and that was a weapon tool because Willie Leonard said rape them so you could so they could have mixed so you can uh 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 dilute the color line and kill off the black man because the black man carries the seed, uh, which will increase the population. He holds the population. Because even if a black man has a baby with a white child, oh, that didn't sound right. I'm sorry. If a black man has a baby with a white woman, the child is not going to come out white, not necessarily. So you had that. The eradication of slavery was all about the eradication of the black man, woman, and child. But starting with the man because the man carries the seed. But also about the division because they wanted to dilute the color line this is why you got a whole bunch of light-skinned people walking around. Because of generations yes. of rape. No, I, I got to say it that way. I have to. And for my light-skinned brothers and sisters, this is not a knock at y'all. But I just want y'all to understand that when you play that uh, team light-skinned uh, crap, just understand that that's where that came from. That ain't nothing to be, uh, that ain't nothing to be proud of. That your, yes. gra- that your grandmother was raped. And then you're the color you are right because your great grands grands was raped. And then you're the color that you are right now. That ain't uh that 
That ain't nothing to be proud of. I tell you something right now personally about me and probably with you too. If it wasn't for generations of my of my family still staying with black people, I'd probably wouldn't be as dark as I am today. Because I'm pretty sure, because I'm pretty sure I come from a history of grand of, of grandmothers who've been raped. Yes. Yes, and the Caribbean was uh, Willie Lynch. Yes. Exactly. Divide and conquer. Divide and conquer. Exactly. Conquer, you know, put the you know, and and as and ignorant as uh, as um our folks go with the with the um what do you call it the the the, the um, brown paper bag. Yeah. You know, we'll talk about that's a different topic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> let's let's go let's go no, more into this. We're doing pretty legal. good. Let's go more into this. Got you working and pay you squat. Pussy get a bank loan off the slaves he got to start up a Chase Bank or start up a Wells Fargo. That's two banks started with slave money. Oh, you ain't know? Yeah, sink a sit right down. All them slave owners' kids run the shit right now. This what I. Yes. Now this is what I wanted to get into. Zach Hughes, I let you get the first crack at that about the about the uh, the banks being started so by these, slave money. So, so these, so these, that's what this is what we um. Now he was specific. He said Chase and Wells Fargo. First off, I, I found this out years ago that Chase, I didn't always notice, but I found this out, I think two years ago, that JP, JP Morgan Chase Company was started uh, with, slave, with slave money. One of the first things they had for collateral was uh, property, and that property that they used for collateral was slaves, because at that time, slaves were considered property. So Chase Bank exists today because of slavery. And Wells Fargo too as well. He mentioned Wells Fargo. He mentioned Wells Fargo, exactly. I I know more about Chase than I do Wells Fargo just based off the fact that there's a Chase Bank on every freaking corner. And I decided to research that first. And and, and actually Chase is a a bigger business than uh, Wells Fargo as far as a company. So Chase... Has they both have household names, but especially Chase, okay? You know, so speak more, speak on, speak more on that, Zach Hughes, because I know you've been wanting to get to this part. Even with the, even with the these banks that are, um, that are, they're standing up, but you're putting money. This is what we, this is what me and Fifth, we always talk about, like trying to pull money to their own community, mm-hmm. trying to support your own, because a lot of these companies, a lot of these, um, especially these banks. We started off through the slave back, the, the, the slashes and the whips, and um, the and slavery. A, a, so a lot of a lot of banks started that way. Um, a lot of them are out of business, but the ones that are still in business that I know of so far, that I know of so far, is Chase and uh, and Wells Fargo, and Wachovia is not in business. And Wachovia was one of the first actually is the only bank that when they got because Wachovia started from from slave from slave money but Wachovia got bought out by Washington Mutual who bought Washington Mutual Chase so the very bank that started with slavery bought out the other banks that started with slavery oh how the cookie crumbles I'm sorry I just wanted to put that in there go ahead Zacchaeus so when so when you um, look at these banks, Chase and Wells Fargo, 
And I'm glad he mentioned that because a lot of us don't know. Yes. But a lot of them mm-hmm. don't know either. A lot of them There's a lot of white people who don't know that. It started through slavery. It started through, it started through slavery. So it's good to do your research about these things. And sometimes, and sometimes, and it's so sad because they're not going to all, they, you see, when you go online, they're not going to put that in. They're not going to put that in. They want to they tell you what they want to tell you. You know, so it's, it's just stemmed from the root of slavery. Some of these, some of these bands. So that's why, that's why when you listen to certain speakers and certain, and certain, and um, and, you know, big up to Omar John, Omar Johnson, talk about circular money in your own community. And boys walking circular money into your own community. It's this is this is why we talk about it because listen, it's important. We need to circle money in our own community because a lot of these companies will start to choose the root, the root of these banks was slavery. That's right. You know. Just to go even deeper, okay? Just to go even deeper. Chase Bank has, uh, for, for years, have had lo- uh, lawsuits um, of discrimination, whether it be for uh, hiring or their lack of offering um, lo- uh, business loans uh, to black people. Um, you wonder why. Because you look at the history. If Chase Bank wants to make it, if Chase Bank is genuinely sorry, genuinely, if they were genuinely sorry, they would, in the form of reparations, be the front runners of making their business the number one business for black people to go to if they want to start a business. Can you imagine the effect that would happen? If the very bank that made its money off of slaves would turn around and say, look, we're sorry. And not only, and not only that, we're going to show you how sorry we are. We are going to do as best as we can to help you, your people, get back on its feet. If you want a business loan, you got something good. As long as it's credible, talk to us and we'll see what we can do. Can you imagine what would happen if that bank did that? That would be that would that would be a kick to white supremacy if they ever did that. Say something that they'd be really they'd be if they did that they'd be really true that that means that sorry would really mean something. It would. They did that. It really mm-hmm. would. So all, so so all the black folks out there who got Chase bank accounts, uh, if you're experiencing problems with them, just know. That it's because they have a history of making money off of your people. That's why. I'm just saying, because I, because I, I know, I, I've heard, I've heard stories. I've heard a lot of black people say, "Man, uh, what the heck is going on with that bank?" And then come to find out what the history is of that bank, you'll wonder why. You'll wonder why now. You know, Wells Fargo. You wonder why. All right, let's move on. Fucking system remain crooked. Throwing cops a oop. A nigga passed, they ain't looking. These the same descendants that was given the strange whoopings with lacerations and castrations. They all work for the magistration. These are the same. Remain crooked. Let's talk about that. Now, what I want to get into that is, you know, he mentioned the police a couple times. What is the uh, origins of the first uh, police officer or police law in America? What were what were their main job? 
their main job was not actually per se policing the neighborhood, but it was more so from a bounty hunter perspective or hunting perspective of slave patrol. The law enforcement that we have today in our cities or most law enforcement, when you go back in history, uh, they were uh, his. They were there really to keep us in check, right? Right, Zacchaeus. Oh, oh yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, you see, you see and, and and and, mm-hmm. and and what are they today? Same thing, right? Yeah, you know, you know when you when you when same you thing. About it, I remember, yeah, I remember. Um, uh, I remember how they infiltrated the the Panthers because you see the Panthers was. The, the whole purpose of the Panthers was to was to stop the police brutality in Oakland, and and the spread of the Black Panthers Party was to stop the the police brutality. Enough is enough, and they didn't like that. So therefore, the so J. Edgar Hoover, the Panther Party, and destroyed and destroyed. The party, because they didn't like the pol- because the policing was was you know the police was the, the brutality of young black folks men men and women losing their lives off of police brutality was outrageous. Today, outrageous. Yeah. On back in the seven sixties and sixties seventies, and even earlier than that, police brutality continued and even it trickles down today so yes that statement is correct yes mm-hmm. alright we're gonna play some more not racist I just wonder why they do us how they do us black buffy neighborhoods they put a highway through it I swear to god I'm not racist but I'm not stupid I'm not racist that's what my dead mama and y'all created the hood. Y'all called it redlining and y'all created new slaves. Y'all call it fair timing, but we ain't bringing in them drugs. Don't you dare try it. And you- okay, he said a lot there. Um, he said, uh, "Blacks build a neighborhood. They build a highway through it." No, I want to start at what he said. Do you know that there were other black neighborhoods out there? The ones that didn't, the ones that didn't get burned down in in, uh, in, in white race riots. Um. Gov- the government just pulled eminent domain and they said, you know what, we need to build a highway and uh you're just gonna we're just gonna have to do it and you don't have a choice because it's eminent domain. You know what I'm saying? These are the things that took place. You know, in these in these in these neighborhoods. You know, I heard it happen to a neighborhood in Miami. There was a particular neighborhood in Miami, um, good you know black folks had businesses and then they built a highway right through it and ended up tearing down a lot of the infrastructure down there oh see see so that's another his that's another part of our history right there man mm-hmm. that was I, wow i'm glad he's you know he's based so far he's debunked almost everything that now i, I didn't play that perspective the white guy's perspective on this podcast only because everybody's probably already heard it by now. So that's old. 
So I just want to focus on Aunt Mugga. I just want to uh, uh, concentrate on Aunt Mugga's response. Um, he talked about bringing drugs into the neighborhood. All Zach here speak on that. You know, you you know about that now. You know that you know you know we didn't bring that stuff in. Elaborate more on what he mentioned when he talked about we didn't bring in those drugs. Drugs, you know, drugs infiltrating our communities. Talk about that, and then us being blamed for it. The thing thing is that um, we don't create the drugs. Yep. We don't um, you see the drugs that's trafficking in our neighborhoods? It's coming outside. And the guns. It's coming from the, the outside. But you see, the thing is, the media has to portray that we're bringing in the crack, we're bringing in the cocaine, we're bringing in the heroin, the we're guns. bringing it in. We're bringing in the guns. So the media portrays us as being the ones that bring it in. About the root. And the root in, in the neighborhood is, is non-white, is non-black. Right. It's people from overseas that bring in the drugs. And the people from over, not only overseas, but the people, but the influence of white supremacy media portrays us as the corporates of drug trafficking, gun, gun, gun violence, drug trafficking, and the drug in the spread of into um it, it just shows this this oh this one side of it one part of it it portrays us as the corporates the black people as the corporates of the drug trafficking and the drugs and the drugs in the neighborhoods and the gun violence so yeah it doesn't always come from the outside it never we don't create it. We don't bring in those. We don't bring in the crack cocaine. We don't bring that in. We bring it. You see, now, um, movies, and he shows the men like, um, and it shows, he goes into Frank Lucas. But if you look at, so you look at those particular movies. Oh, it's about American Gangster. American Gangster, Frank Lucas. You know, you look at those movies and you and you, as you can see, look deeply into that movie. I'd maybe people should look at that movie. Frank Lucas went overseas. Yep. Lucas went overseas. He had deep, he wanted to get deep in his business, so he his product was being produced. It came back in. So is so people th- assuming that oh well they, they make the we make the crack cocaine you know we uh, we got the guns and we got the crack cocaine that's not true sometimes the media portrays us as the corporates but that topic you know yeah it's all about redlining redlining mm-hmm. is one of those situations where historically. If black people wanted to live in a certain place, wanted to buy a house in a certain place, um, strategically, mm-hmm. there would be laws that are put in place, whether it be Jim Crow or just outright, just, you know, uh, discrimination would say, oh, well, no, you can't live here. If you want this, you can't live here. You can't live there. You can't live there. Oh, no, you live here. Okay, well, how about we'll, we'll just have you guys live here. So you basically now put a surrounding on a particular uh, uh, people, a race of people, and put them in one thing. The thing is, is when you put them in that one thing, you now cut them off and block them off from the resources that they would need to survive. So he talked about redlining. 
I'm glad he said that. That is not a conversation that is modern in this modern time that is spoken of. Community redlining and how black people got into the neighborhoods that we live in today. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? He said y'all created. He said and y'all created a hood. Y'all call it redlining. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He's right about that. We could talk about that. Yeah. We could talk Mm -hmm. about that redlining, uh, stuff like white flight and stuff like that, where they, uh, white, white, where um, they encourage white people to leave the city, the uh, uh, populated parts of the city, move out into the suburbs where they got the nice homes and everything else, and have black people live in the more decrepit looking areas and stuff like that. You know what I'm saying? And to make sure that they have the drugs and the guns centralized in that area so that black people can kill themselves and get high and all types of stuff. Yeah, but you see, let me, let me, I'm just going to say this. Uh, yeah, speak see, on a lot of coons don't, a lot, a lot of coons think that, oh, that we're no good. You know, and I've, I've, and I've heard that from some of our own folks, Fifth. I mean, I've heard that a lot. Yep. Oh, black people are no good. We were bad workers. We're bad. We're bad. We, all we do is drugs and we hang out all day and do this. No. It's the supremacy structure that for a particular, they, they, they particularly instructed that redlining. Well, I would I would ask those coons anytime they're trying to make these white supremacy white supremacist talking points in their arguments. I don't entertain coons, but I'm just saying if this was to happen, I would ask them. Well, where did the drugs come from? Where did the guns come from? You know what I'm saying? I don't, I don't, the last time I checked, uh, Smith and Wesson, uh, uh, and, and, and Mossberg and, and, and Ruger and all these other companies make guns. Um, I don't, I, I've never seen a, 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 um, a gun factory in, in, in the streets of Harlem. Okay. Uh, a lot of these drugs come from opium fields. Oh, there's, where is that in, in black neighborhoods? I don't, I, I haven't seen it. Okay. So where did this stuff come from? See, the problem is people like to talk about the effect, but talk about the cause first to every effect. There's a cause. Heck out of here. We're going to play some more. We're going to play some more. On a welfare with some type joke. Majority of welfare go to white folks. Huh. Facts. The media likes to portray black people as being the kings and queens of welfare. Wrong. That couldn't be any further from the truth. They were talking about towns where black people don't even exist. Well, not exist, but don't even live. Population. They got they got towns where Black people are population zero and, and, and the population 100% is white and they are the ones that, uh, uh, that have all the welfare and welfare is a, reason, is a government resource. Is it or is it not? So um, when you do your numbers, uh, we're, not, we're not mostly on welfare. A lot of us, uh, a lot of us, um, uh, sadly, and not doing well financially, and that's because we don't have access to the same capital as everybody else. But, um, mm-hmm. but we are not the kings and queens of welfare. That is a false narrative. 
false narrative. And then people will say, of, um, yeah. And then mm-hmm. people will say, oh, well, that's because uh, there's more white people uh, in America, so that's why white people um, dominate welfare. Well, then why don't you say that then? Then just say it. <laughs> I don't like. I don't like when it's okay to lie, but then when the truth comes out, you justify it by saying, well, that's because there's more white people. Okay. That's still the truth. Then that doesn't mean it's not true anymore. So it's not true anymore because of the population count. Zach, you got something to say about that, about the, about the welfare topic he just dropped, because you know how the media is about us with welfare. They always say, Oh, they get all, Oh, you know, you know how the media is. The thing is, is that once again, the media portrays and a lot of these, um, what do you call, um, here, you know, uh, uh, you know, brown nosing brothers and sisters always say that, oh, all we do is you, you sit on welfare for 20 years and 30 years, you don't get up, you're, you, you're behind on welfare, but they, but, but because of what they, they, they only go by what they see. Them coons only go by what they see. They see, they don't do their research, they don't do their homework. There's a lot of, um, there's a lot of, you know, um, Jews that's on welfare. There's a lot of white folks that's on welfare. It's not just it's not just a, a black thing. They think oh welfare. When you, these two people think about welfare, they think it's a black thing. It's not a just it's not a black thing. It's a government assistant program that because you have lack you don't have the sort resources, so they so you have the government assistance. And um and a, and a lot of folks think oh welfare. Do before you start speaking and saying black folks are this black folks are that do your research, my ladies and gentlemen. It's not just saying um. The only ones on welfare, you know. Stop brown nosing co- co- coons out there. Stop brown nosing so much. Yeah. Let's you play know, more. You know. Yeah. Dickhead, look it up, dickhead. Now your whole face looking like a stick of big red. Hey yo, y'all put them Asians in the camp that gave them reparations. The Jews in the Holocaust got their reparations, and all the Florida Seminoles got their reparations. We ain't get shit but a white wash education, teaching us to hate ourselves and just to love y'all. Cause we the slaves and niggas, my nigga. Fuck y'all and fuck Donald. He a bigger than a dust ball. I grab Melania pussy. I'm trying to piss Trump off. Okay, that was explicit. Uh, to say the least, but he said, y'all put them Asians in the camps and gave them reparations. Jews from the Holocaust got the reparations. Now, anytime black people want to talk about reparations, uh, white supremacy loses their mayonnaise sandwich eating mind. One of the, (laughs) one of the things that, uh, that I don't like is the fact that they say it's okay for, Oh, let's go to the history because I don't want to lose this point. Uh, he's talking about, um, he's talking about, uh, uh, um, uh, Pearl Harbor. He's talking about that. Okay. Okay. Right. About the reparations part with the Asians, Asian community. Right. Well, they, you know, that's what he said, you know, and then Jewish Holocaust, uh, 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 reparations, He's right about that too. What he's saying is, how come they get reparations but black people don't? That's the argument that he's making. And then he's also saying, how come um, you you say so little about that, 
but say so much about other things. That's what he's saying there. And then he talked about uh, uh, we ain't getting nothing but a whitewash education, teaching us to to uh, to uh, hate ourselves but to love y'all, because we the slaves of, you know. Anyway, I don't want to repeat that part. But I like what he said because in school we learn about black people learn the first thing one of the first things that black people will learn uh, in this world first is their history before ours their history uh, uh, as being superior, superior and our history as being inferior I'm talking about white supremacy here as far as when I say their history right because we're being because right, right. because we're being taught by them by white supremacy that's them I'm calling them not white people but white supremacy I know there's a lot of them and, 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 and us and words that I'm using, but I'm talking about white supremacy specifically. Okay. So that is something that he mentioned. That is something that black people have to do with every day. Can you imagine if, if it was on the other side where they learn our history? Because when you think about it, our history uh, uh, is the beginning of time. But the thing is, is that that history, like he said, has been whitewashed, you know, whitewashed by white supremacy. So now here, here people are going around. Uh, 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 here we are feeling um, inferior when really we should be feeling empowered because a lot of the things that was done in history uh, uh, that they teach like the, uh, the early civilizations. We're talking about the first civilization, cradle of civilization, Africa. And when we talk about Egypt. Right. Those people are black people. You don't. It doesn't take a rocket scientist to see that when you go to these uh, uh, pyramids and the Sphinx and all these other places in Egypt, that the paintings on the wall are people who are darker skin. They are not white people. Start off, uh, history didn't start slavery with us. You don't. You know, people think when, when they talk about black people, black history. Yeah, they, they start at slavery. Slavery. Yeah. yeah. Slavery is not black history All slavery that was interrupt the uh the history that was already occurring that was black that's all slavery did was interrupt black history but there were great things happening before slavery mm-hmm. i mean you had servanthood because i know the arguments that people are going to say well there was slavery in africa before you had servanthood slavery you did have that which was different from chattel slavery you did that's true, but that was different from chattel slavery. That was different from Willie Lynchism uh, uh, slavery. That was different. That was yes. more. That was more servanthood and stuff like that. That was different. That wasn't about eradicating and destroying the people uh, to the to, to, uh, uh, for the rest of their lives. That wasn't the same. I'm not justifying the same, right? And not the same. And I'm and I'm not even justifying that. But I'm just making a point that these are the arguments that come up. Because when you're into a corner and you can't really explain that, that's where white supremacy likes to do. They like to kind of divert the, and, and, and deny and deflect, I like to say, you know. And so he talked about that. I thought that was very interesting. Zach, can you speak on that? No, um, when it comes down to us learning about um, black history, and you know we we always embark on the the 
No interruption, like you said before, interruption mm-hmm. was uh was interruption of black history was slavery. Can't fo- we can't focus on we can't we gotta focus on our king we gotta learn about kings and queens. Yeah, we got we gotta learn stuff before <laughs> slavery. Yeah, go ahead. I'm sorry. You know, and um and I'm glad he, and I'm glad that, that Mugger Mugger brought brought certain things up too because yeah. there's a lot of th- there's a lot of things that that we don't that that we as people we we fail to um, learn and we fail to not teach our kids. So our kids grow up with, these, with the images of um, white. You know, when you open a Bible to some colorful picture Bible story books, you see white. You don't see, you don't see the black skin. Um, you open up, you go to uh, the media and you look at some, some movies like the Ten Commandments. Gods so of the Egypt. images, the images... It's, it's, embed, it's embarked on us all day long. Exodus, gods and kings, and gods, uh, and the kings God, and gods kings. of Egypt, they all have them. They all have them not looking like the originals. I'll tell you that much. So even when, even when it comes to the, um, I'm going I'm to I'm go down, let me even go down to the history, media history. When it came to um, shooting the Ten Commandments and, um, Oh, Charlton Heston? No, but 1956. Speak on it, go Okay, on. I'm going to go into history. 1956. Speak on it, King. Taylor was the, was the, um, it was, she, she was the, the, the um. Elizabeth Taylor. Phoenix. She was the, yeah, she, yeah, she was a, the uh, Pharaoh's daughter. She was the, she was known as the, um, like a princess. Pharaoh's, yeah, and, but they chose, um, they, they looked over. Um, Dorothy Danbridge, and they put her in place. Elizabeth Taylor was was yeah, she was Cleopatra. Took her place. Took her place with Cleo, Cleo, Cleopatra. Cleopatra. Um, so Dorothy Danbridge was supposed to play that, but they gave it to Elizabeth Taylor. So, so my my my, my me saying that is the images is in Bogdan our children. It's all over. It's it's always rooted. It's, it's throughout the time of history. It's always the image of Jesus, which was changed by Constantine. It was just the images of of the supremacy. Yeah, well, the whitewashing, the white, the white supremacy, white supremacy, uh, whitewashing so, history and depicting image false images of of people who were real, oh, but putting false images on them to empower. To empower white people, my thing is you don't have to lie to. I don't like the fact that white supremacy lies to empower white people. Like, what the heck is that about? It's almost like you're doing that because you're ashamed of the of, of the of the real history that you that you have. So let's just lie and then fabricate. And then take that. That ain't nothing but being a dang culture vulture. Let's play some more. The difference in my neighborhood, I seen it too clear. So I wasn't born in the hood, I had to move here. You're 40 miles away pointing fingers. While I was in them same streets, you wouldn't drive through because you were too scared. You wouldn't understand my struggle, shit fucked up. A lot of niggas grand my hustle. I got a lot of white brothers, and I love them. They ain't been through it, but still understand my troubles, you hear me? Now, he's talking about respectable white people. Um, Yeah. Yeah. 
But that's not. But you know. But it's sad that that particular voice is is shunned by white supremacy. White supremacy hates. Um, white supremacy um, doesn't like white people who are not on code with them. No. How about that one against other white people? So if you are white and you are not on code with white supremacy, you are an enemy of them too. And this is why that girl got killed in Charlottesville. Charlotte's, you know, the one, the, you know, with the, with the, with, um, when the guy oh, drove. Buddy. Yeah. 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 That's why she got killed. And once, yeah, you get killed. Yeah. If you're not on point with the supremacy, you get killed. Mm-hmm. I don't like you. Let's play the rest. Cause I want to get to the end. And then we're gonna uh, uh, close out. But you the type say make America great again. But this country was never great for a black man. And got that silly nigga hugging with you. I ain't hugging with you. It's like a Nazi hugging a Jew. See the problem is you act like this is way in the past. Cops with my grandma ass, your grandma land. You playing like you don't get it. Well let me explain it through. What the fuck did she teach your parents and what is they teaching you? Okay, that's the end of that. Let's touch on them last things he said. Now he's talking about the struggle, right? He's saying, how is it that you can speak on something that you have no place in? You know, you don't live where we live. You don't go through what we go through. So you can't now speak on and tell us how to feel when things happen to us. You can't do that. You better off uh, uh, staying out of this one. You know, it's okay to do that. If you don't stay out of it. And then he talked about in the video, uh, at the end of the, in, in the original video, Jonah Lucas, Jonah Lucas's video, the white guy and the black guy hug at the end. I don't know why, but they hug at the end. And he said, uh, that's like a Nazi hugging a Jew or vice versa, a Jew hugging a Nazi. That's not going to happen. That's not going to happen. As a matter of fact, um, as a matter of fact, I've never heard, I've never ever heard in my life, in my life. A Jewish person, Jewish, Jewish, a person of the Jewish community forgive Hitler and the Holocaust. Have you heard that in your lifetime ever? Nah, I never heard that. Thank you. Praising each other? Nah, I never heard that. Thank you, but they always, they always step down a black man's throat for forgiving, uh, uh, for slavery. Okay, so where's that same sense of urgency with them, uh, white supremacy? Nowhere to be found. Because you know the history of the Holocaust and you know how offensive it is. So you'll stand up for that, but you won't stand against a, a history of a, a slavery. All right, see, I got a problem with the Holocaust, too. It's not like I'm sitting here saying uh, that 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 should be forgotten, but I'm just making a point that it, that if you're going to call it down the middle, let's call it all the way down the middle. I said that earlier, you know. Um. And then he talked and then towards the end, he said, um, you know, if they teach, if, you know, if, 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 what, what is it that your grandparents, if the, if they were taught that, then what are they teaching you? He's basically saying that white supremacy is a cycle because it continues due to the people before them passing it down, passing, uh, that the, uh, the, the ways of it, the customs of it. Um, the culture of white supremacy, the religion of white supremacy, 
Tariq Nasheed talks about that. I agree with Tariq Nasheed. White supremacy is a religion because that's their God over God. Mm. I mean, white supremacy is spiritual. It's demonic, so it's spiritual. But that's their white supremacy is a religion in itself. It's a religion. It's a religion some, because some, some folks call it Illuminati. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know how I am about Illuminati. Um, once upon a time ago, I used to think Illuminati was several people. But then when I did my research, the only people that control it are white supremacy anyway. So white supremacy and Illuminati to me are the same thing. It's just that it softens the blow because you don't say the word white in front of it. But right, 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 there's right. there's no black people who have um there's no black people who got control because if they did can you imagine the uh um the uh the conditions of black people if black people were the elite uh in the Illuminati then black people wouldn't be doing so bad right mm-hmm. I'm just saying it would it make it, it would make sense if black people were in the Illuminati then things would be a lot better for us really. <laughs> you know, it would make sense. Yeah, it would. So, um, yeah. but 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 to the video. So we're gonna close out. Um, do you have any thing to say about this whole video? If it is anything that you've missed, just just speak um, on. You know what? You see, but when I I see these video, I see the music video, and I reflect on the video, and I said to myself, I was like, man, you know. Mug is speaking the truth. I'm, I'm, I love his response. Yeah, I love the response because you see the thing is with um with white supremacy. They kind of they kind of they really feel that way. It's what the uh, other rappers say. He, they really do deep down inside. They really feel that way. Response was just accurate. Of um. The stereotype of our people of not taking care of our children there. Uh, um, hanging the streets, wearing our, wearing our pants, wearing our pants behind our, that's wearing our pants underneath our cheeks. Truly say that's not me. That's not you. That's not a lot of our black males out there. And I'm and I'm happy that the, and that mugger was able to jump off of that response and just say, "Listen, man, yo, they just just cut it right cut, cut right into it." Yeah. So I'm so I'm happy. I'm happy about the response. You know, yeah. really happy. Yeah. Hey, any last words? You ha- I mean, any last words of today? Because we talked on several things. Um, we're gonna get into our final thought. Yeah, we also talked about we also we also talked about our Libya. Libya. Yeah. You know we're not. You know Libya is so sad that the media only only puts a glimpse of shine on that air, shine on that, and that's it. But it's a whole lot of whole lot, a lot of people, a whole lot of our folks dying, and a whole lot of um, suffering going on in Libya. The camps, those slave camps. Um, and I just pray for the souls. I pray for, I pray for the um, struggling. And I pray to come to a conclusion and an ending to slavery. And but you know, we just I just pray for a conclusion to that man. And um, New Year, we also we also um, reflected on the New Year. So we 
So great things that we, you know, we're just praying for the best for the new year, and just and we just gonna, you know, me and you, we always reaching out. We always we're not gonna just we don't just talk, but we just we strive to reach our goals, you know. So I did I encourage others to also reach their goals too, you know. Right. Let the, don't let another year pass by without you. Don't let no one stop you from reaching your goal. Always push to reach your goal, you know. So. And um, to Eric, once again, to Eric Gardner's daughter, Erica Gardner, condolences, condolences to the family. Also, you know, if you want to, if you're in the New York area, you want to attend the service Monday, January 8th and 4 p.m. at the um, Catherine Baptist Church, the Corinthian Baptist Church in Harlem. Just attend, pay your respects. You know, condolences once again. Um, she will be missed. Her activism. She would have. You'd have never known if she would, if God if permitted her to continue her life. How how impact she would have, the impact she would have left. But she, but she started a legacy, and she, and there's others to continue her legacy. So that's my reflection on today's show. All right. Um, I don't have a final thought today. Uh, I, I think what was said was said. So I don't I don't really have a final thought today. So I, but I want to just thank everybody for listening to the show. I think you guys uh, we we work hard. We work hard for this podcast and, and anything that we do. And, you know, even at times where I might feel like it ain't working, it you know, it's working and it's good to see. Uh, we will have we will have the podcast on iTunes and other platforms soon. Just that right now we don't have that yet, but you could continue to listen to us on audiomac.com and also on YouTube. Okay. Now, any any uh, last uh, as far as uh, what I wanted, wanted to say was actually, uh, if they want to get in touch with you, Zach Kears, where where should they go? Oh yeah, you can reach me on. Um Two on Twitter, Wayne. That's Wayne W A Y N E Bacchus B A C C H U S two on Twitter. Also, you can reach me on Instagram, Zacchaeus Z A C C H E U S Zacchaeus B seventy three. That's Zacchaeus B as like, like brother and seven three on Instagram. Also on Facebook. In Zacchaeus Bacchus on Facebook. You can reach me on Facebook too. Or just hit me up on Wayne Bacchus on Facebook too. So um that's that's where you can reach me. Um if you like reading, you go get my book, it's still available. A bad man, a thug, and a gangster. It's available everywhere. So um support that and and uh thank you so much for listening. Yes. You wanna reach me at the fifth general. That's Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Once again, at the Fifth General on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. All right. So we're going to get up out of here. We're going to see you guys next time. Season finale coming soon uh, of the Mrs. Z and Fifth Show. Only for this season, we'll be we'll bring it back after the round circle is finished. Uh, the round circle will be coming back in February. Okay. Um. So this was episode 20. First episode of the new year. All right. So we're going to get up out of here. 
Signing off, Mr. Z. The Z. All right. And this is the fifth general. And we'll see y'all next time. Peace.